This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you're a fan of NPR, listening to our podcasts and live stream has never been easier. Just search for accessmedia.nz on the App Store or Google Play and download the app with the Kiwi Fruit logo. Once you've got it, pick Manawatu People's Radio from the list of stations and go find your new favourite show. Hello there, how you doing? How's the crack? It's uh, Kevin Riley here and welcome to Irish Time here on Manawatu People's Radio in Palmerston North, the best community station in this province. Anyway, I'm just going to whip through a whole lot of stuff here. So it's getting closer to Christmas and uh, it's not a lot of news around. It's all, all good tidings and stuff like that, which is interesting given the times in which we live. Anyway, here we go. Uh, two trees at the iconic Dark Hedges site in Country Antrim have been brought down by the storm. There was a massive storm that hit the UK there and it did a lot of damage when I spoke to my sister last week. The tunnel of uh, beech trees along Breda Avenue near Armoy were made famous on the TV game, uh, Game of Thrones. The two trees were br- uh, brought down in the early hours of Saturday morning as winds reached up to 140 k's an hour. I mean, like I said, it was exceptionally windy. Image of the, the fallen trees were shared on the Facebook page of campaign group Save the Dark Hedges. A tree was previously brought down by strong winds in January 2019, while others were damaged by Storm Hector away back in January 2018. Storm Doris brought down a tree in February, while two trees were uprooted by Storm Gertrude in 2026. God, a lot of them then, wasn't there? Wow. Unfortunately, one of uh, uh, the, uh, the centuries-old uh, beech trees at uh, you know, the Dark Hedges was a victim of last night's sort of storm. A ban on traffic along part of the road has been in place since October 27th over fears of increased you know, damage and trees falling over. The site has been a popular tourist attraction since being uh, used as a following location for uh, HBO's phenomenally successful show, ne- uh, Game of Thorns. Save the Dark Hedges campaign for greater protection of the trees, which are believed to be planted around 1775. Wow, 1775 is when they were planted. It's just... I, I think that's great and it's neat and stuff like that. It's a pity they're going down, but still, after that length of time, you know, it's not too bad. Anyway, still on Mother Nature and trees. For a nation that has long prided itself on its natural beauty, learning that Ireland has one of the lowest uh, levels of forest cover in Europe is somewhat surprising. It was not always the case, and restoring our forest cover to the levels it once was is an essential initiative in our fight against climate change. Planting trees is one of the most crucial steps in this long journey, particularly as they remove carbon dioxide from the the atmosphere when given space to grow and remain healthy. Uh, Parenting with uh, AXA Ireland, the Nature Trust will plant 600,000 native native tree samplings and invest in lands to accommodate them over the next two years. That'll be interesting to follow. Uh, the trees planted will be of the highest quality, grown in Irish nurseries, from the seeds of uh, native Irish species such as Scots pine, oak, birch, alder and holly. As part of the ongoing efforts to provide carbon neutral car insurance, AXA Ireland was the first to fund the Nature Trust's ambitious targets. Good on them. 
once they are planted, they will uh, begin the essential environmental process and, uh, you know, start cleaning up the air around the areas. Less than 12% of Ireland is under forest, and that is only about 2% is native woodland forest when compared with uh, the, Europe- the European Union, average of 37% forest cover. Wow, we are behind, aren't we? Uh, both businesses and individuals share a responsibility to take action, and it's in everyone's long-term interest to look into opportunities to contribute. Further in, uh, investment in organisations like uh, the Nature Trust will help in the fight to combat the worsening global cra- climate crisis. Something that should not be overlooked in Ireland, uh, that Ireland is blessed with uh, the perfect climate to facilitate great growth. Uh, planting and establishing these new native woodlands in communities across Ireland will benefit the population for generations to come. So they've got to, they have a good climate there for, for uh, tree growing, and lots of rain, but also sunshine and pleasant days. These woodlands will be open uh, access and will open up access a great a great reason to visit native forests and to enjoy them. A wide range of plants and animals will be given the opportunity to thrive, and efforts will be made to protect them from potential threats, natural or otherwise. Once planted, the tree trust will continue to monitor and care for the woodlands they create. When it comes to the unpredictability of nature, long-term uh, management will be cr- uh, will be critical to ensure a successful outcome. Having such exciting large-scale uh, projects taking place on our doorstep is also quite a rarity. And important as it is to contribute to, to similar work all over the world, it will provide a much-needed boost to redirect our outdoors, to enjoy and rediscover the spectacular natural garden, uh, natural beauty uh, that the country offers. <coughs> Pardon me, that is good news. It'll be interesting to follow it in two years to see if the planted is 600,000. Hopefully they will have. Because I do that, you remember years and years ago, you used to have that PEP workers scheme, you know, to help the unemployed. And you used to have people planting trees and doing sort of uh, environmental work around the city. Anyway, here we go, down to politics. Sinn Féin is still the most popular Irish party with 33% of uh, support in a fresh opinion poll. The party led by Mary Lou MacDonald has seen its support unchanged in the Sunday Business uh, Sunday Business Post Red Sea poll. But support for Fianna Gael slid three points to 22%, while Fianna Fáil had regained some ground. The Green, uh, the Green Party is, one, is up 1% to 5%, while the Social Democrats have dropped 1% to, uh, to go level with the, the Greens, also at 5%. The Labour Party, led by Alan Kelly, has, been, has seen support drop by one point to 4 The Labour Party over in Ireland, for some reason, the Republican I mean, and, and North, never seems to do very well. You know, it's not prominent. Uh, people before profit are down to one to two percent, and uh, Anuta Henga Anton remain the same on two percent. That's a, another little party. Independence and others got got twelve percent of the first preference in the poll. The majority of respondents said they would not be willing to pay higher taxes, change the Irish flag, or have a new anthem to achieve a united Ireland. However, sixty percent would vote for a united Ireland if a referendum was held today. It comes as Green Party leader Eamon Rand said, we don't know if the the, this, the new virus is in Ireland and it's going to hold things up for a while. So there you go. That's interesting. Uh, you know, sort of, it's a usual story. Anyway. People don't want to pay any more taxes, but they want it all. You know, the government should be doing this and the government should be doing that. But you've got to ask, you know, given these particular times when most countries are in debt, where the money's going to come from, except from uh, increased taxes on, I don't know, VAT, stuff like that there. Now, yeah, VAT and another sort of 
personal taxes as opposed to income tax. But anyway, we'll see how it all pans out in the end. But I think at the end of the time, the world taxes will be going up, but not by huge amounts if people want to maintain a health service and a, a social welfare service. Anyway, health failures in Northern Ireland creating a non-fair system. Northern Ireland, is from the BBC, uh, Northern Ireland is heading towards a more unfair system of care as people are driven to get treatment privately. The man behind a major report into the, the health service. Professor Ralph Begona, who led the review in 2016, called for political action. He said there needed to be a long-term plan to improve health care here. Meanwhile, a former head of the Health and Social Care Board said the system was in deep trouble. Last week, staff at the Ulster Hospital, I think we spoke about that last week, said that they were under relentless pre- uh, pressure. I mean, it was sort of sleeping everywhere. Just it's amazing. You never hear, watch it or see, hear about it on the television or the news as if it's not gone away, but it's kind of under control. But it's sort of hasn't gone away at all. I mean, the number of deaths has gone back, but the number of people seeking treatment, et cetera, et cetera, has increased by miles. They said patients were being treated up for up to 10 hours in ambulances with uh, hospital beds at a premium. Speaking to Ray Ulster's Sunday uh, sequence, the professor said there is a sort of laissez-faire which is permitting people to vote with their feet and go to seek private care. So young, uh, young, so you are going, sorry, so you're going towards a system that nobody wants a system which introduces more inequalities into the system. You've got to pay, use your pains. It's Not everybody's got the money. It's a question of reinforcing the public system. It cannot be something that can be handled only by professionals and physicians. There has to be some sort of political engagement again in Stormont. So you, uh, so you launch a very forceful way uh, for this reconfiguration of the health system. Good luck, Professor. Uh, John Compton, who spent 40 years working... Uh, in the health and social care system, said the problems long predate COVID-19, but the pandemic has blown that just about wide out of the water. Northern Ireland currently the highest infection rate and the lowest vaccine figures in the UK. Mr. Compton said last week it was chaos in the health system. I think it's very disappointing that we've driven so many, many people in Northern Ireland into the private care because ultimately if you're, if you're in pain or you can't uh, see because you, you can't go because you can't afford to see a doctor, it's just incredible. At the core of the National Health Service is the view that about health inequality and giving everyone the same opportunity. And if we're not careful, we'll drift into some, something else that is less acceptable to us as a society as a whole. And just to add to that, you know, kind of, not doom and gloom, but sort of the taste of reality, the, the cost of living is um, the next article was published by the BBC. Rising costs are financially, emotionally and physically crippling people in Northern Ireland, according to uh, crippling people of Northern Ireland, according to uh, a local community worker. The increasing costs of household bills, fuel and childcare, along with uncertainty and impact of the COVID-19, have, uh, have hit many families hard. Low-paid workers in particular are facing a very bleak winter, said the manager of the Straban County uh, Council. And it is coming into winter, it was stuck in the snow in parts over there. We're going to see poverty at a whole different level. Usla Dockery uh, runs a number of community projects in Mid-Ulster, including a social supermarket, which allows people to purchase low-cost surplus foods, usually around 70% cheaper than on the high street. Good on her. Straban Community Project has facilities, facilitates rather, uh, a Meals on Wheels delivery service, which provides hot dinners to the elderly and vulnerable at a reduced cost. But Ms. Dockery said that uh, that as a general life gets as life generally gets more expensive, all the community sector is doing is putting up sticking plaster on a massive problem.
what we are going to see is hunger. Food boxes such as those from the food banks serve no purpose in the long term. They are just sticking plasters. I've got some, but they help people out as well. So I think it's kind of, you know, give them a bit more credit. The government needs to realise we can't keep giving uh, food boxes when we're not actually dealing with the problems that lead to people feeding them feeding themselves. So, uh, social markets aren't uh, substan- substantial, sustainable either, but they help people who need it and teach people to manage their uh, situations in a, a tight you know, a tight spot. I don't know if I agree with this person. It's like stating the obvious, really. Ms. Dougherty said there is a, a change in sorts of people needing extra support. What we're seeing coming through or more often is people working who are receiving a salary but can't afford basic human, uh, you know, basic food items because of their low wages. People on multiple benefits are not in a po- are not in poverty. It is people on single benefits such as universal credit who have been who have taken a cut, and people working in low paid jobs and those needing to pay for childcare. Yeah, I was reading somewhere about the UK the cost, you know, about employment. The you know childcare, the amount of money, the wages went in childcare was phenomenal. If you're having to pay more for fuel for your house and then fuel for your car, then to get to work, it's very difficult. It's a consumer poverty. We need a whole system overhaul. We need more money for education because it is uh, an equaliser. Okay. Uh, people need new skills. They need reskilled in the areas that need more workers. Low-paid people need higher wages, and there needs to be more affordable childcare options that people are to get a, get out of this. Ms. Dockery is urging politicians to wake up and see what's happening out there. The dignity, respect, and social justice that have been has been stripped away from people. The community sector can only do so much, and we're close to burnout. Uh, where do we go from here without uh, the right government help? We can't. Uh, we, we can't keep on going like this. We need to create a more sus- sustainable environment. People are pushing rocks up a hill. None of this is uh, getting, you know, not getting the messages that they want to hear. It is a similarly grim picture at the Fair Share Northern Ireland warehouse in Newton Abbey. It's in County Antrim. The Homeless uh, Content Project, which works to uh, alleviate food process, uh, food poverty across Northern Ireland, supplies more than 160 charities with weekly food deliveries with support from the Department of Communities. It supplies food to uh, homeless uh, hostels, school breakfast clubs, lunch clubs for uh, senior citizens, day centres and community cafes, and it is desperately seeking volunteers to help keep running the system. In 2021, we distributed 800 tonnes of food, the equivalent of 1.9 million meals, which is more than double the year before. That's a lot, you know, because Northern Ireland is a small population. Take my word, 1.8 million. Uh, Harpers Hill Primary School there over there in Coleraine is among those to receive support from Fairfair. It is the Cross Leave Award, which is the top 15% of those deprived areas in Northern Ireland, and 56% of its pupils receive free school meals. That's good, they're getting fed. Many of the children come into school hungry, and as a result, we run a breakfast club and a nature room. Uh, the, extra, the extra food we get from first year enables us to provide breakfast to those children who come into school hungry. The school also uh, started supporting families in need of, by supplying in, uh, with weekly food baskets. That's really great to hear, isn't it? People do pull together when the times get tough, and they certainly seem like they're getting tough over there. And now for something completely different. I think this guy's a hero, okay? 
uh, a parking angel who shot the fame by protecting people's cars from uh, the Tampers has told how rivals have tried to muscle, him, muscle in on his turf. But David Thompson has earned the respect. Oops, we're over here. Earned the respect of nuts numbers of Dubliners. The 59-year-old who came to Ireland to wash cars, but following the economic downturn, ended up protecting them from slamber clutches for citizens around the affluent Lower Bagot Street area. After two pandemic-battered years, businesses are only now beginning to pick up again, even if his rivals are struggling to gain a foothold. He told the son, the Irish son, I'm in the spot every day. Others are doing the same thing, but the people don't trust them. I know everybody on the street. Sometimes they come every day. It depends on when they have loads of work to do here. When I started doing this, obviously people didn't know me, but the more I did it, they'd give me a bit more money for looking after them, keeping an eye on their cars. They'd give me a chance to put, uh, put money under the meters for them if they see the clampers in the area. I top up the meter for them. They let me uh, keep anything that's left over, and then they might give me a few quid after it. Good on them. It was in 2019 when the Englishman shot the promise for his parking heroics, but since then the council continues to come down hard on wayward packer parkers. From January to October in 2022, there were a total of 33,389 clamps carried out by the Dublin City Council, including warnings and fixed penalty notices. Of these, uh, there were 2,369 appeals and 370 appeals upheld. David has been sitting at the same spot from uh, Monday to Saturday every week for over eight years, carving out a niche business for himself as a parking angel. Although he could be watching up to 14, hour, uh, 14 cars a day with an average of six, but he usually just keeps an eye on all the other cars in the street of the neighbourhood that he seems to patrol. He told the Irish Sun, I'm in the Morning Star. It's a good place to be. It's $70 a week. Oh, 70 euros a week, sorry. Uh, you get your breakfast in the morning, your dinner and your tea. I walk around sometimes out all night. Every day I look after the cars. I've got about six. That's six every day, but I get to, uh, get to know different people and they get to know me. They come asking if I'm looking after the car. And I say, yeah, I'm not uh, getting much. I get paid. To cover my rent, that's it. When I get 70 uh, euros one day, that covers my rent for the week. Wow, that's good that he gets paid by these people. You know, sign of gratitude and sort of, you know, it is the right thing to do. David said that he is not as busy as he used to be, possibly due to the government's recent work from home orders, but he can, you know, stay at home. But he has kept going by the generosity and trust of fellow Dubliners. Keeping the Tlampers at bay have been worth his while, but life in Ireland started out badly for the Northern Englishman. Uh, he moved to Ireland nine years ago with the three pals to work in a car washing business. However, within a, a day, all of them lost their jobs. David's three friends moved back to the UK, but he decided to stay to see what else he could find. I came over with three friends. I had lost my job in the UK, and at the time, a lot of people were leaving to try and find work. Of course, at that time, a lot of people were leaving here for the same reason. This is leaving Ireland. That's the story of Ireland, is leaving it. Yeah, you know, to find employment. We were kind of le- left here with nothing. The other three went back to the UK, but they decided to stay, rightly or wrongly. David said he has plans to return to the UK, but he hasn't made any solid uh, plans yet because he lost his passport. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't realise about the passport between Ireland and England, but obviously the Republic, yep. I will be leaving very shortly for good. I haven't picked a, haven't picked a day when I've decided to go. The top clump locations in the capital include Clarendon Street, South Circular Road, Marion Square, Chelmsford Road, Waterford Road, Raleigh Commons, and Gardner Street Lower. To be declumped, you must pay the release fee of 80 euros for the public service, but some private companies in the, the city charge up to 120 euros. 
Your vehicle may be towed away for parking in a bus lane and a clear way blocking an entrance to a premise or for being clamped for over 24 hours without payment. If 24 hours the clamp is not paid, it will be moved to the city car pound. You will then have to pay €160 Euros removal and a €35 uh, Euro storage charge for each day that it is held in the pound. Isn't that amazing? Well, €195, Euros. That's, that's reasonably big money. There were 35,000-plus clamps administered last year by the Dublin Street Parking Service with uh, 60,295 car relocated and 42 removals. (coughs) Pardon me. It's just weather. It's sort of cold wind. End up with a bit of a... Not a cold, but just a bit of a chill. Uh... So the Dublin parking people said their top off offences include no payment, uh, include no payments received for use of parking of a parking bay. Something a vehicle on clearway parking without a valid ticket. Uh, yeah, just after money at the end of the day. David said the police do enforce it if they see it taking place. It's against the law to, uh, to beg near a car meter or an ATM machine. If the guardies see you doing that, they'll tell you to move away. Maybe 10 yards down the road a bit. I say in the same spot uh, from Monday to Saturday, like I said, and they tend to, they know me and they tend to not to bother me. The people that go past do know me, so I don't say anything to them. They just give. I don't usually ask for anything. I might be here for years, but I do move around a lot. Although I don't know how longer, much longer I will be at this particular area of Dublin. He's a really interesting sort of a guy as well. Uh, like I said, you know, some photographs of him there, and he just looks, he looks like a decent man, you know. So what have we got here? State of repair, 1916 relatives fury over lack of government support as developers prepare to tear up Moore Street. This is really big news over there. A grandson of 1916 hero Michael Joseph Raleigh, O'Reilly, O'Reilly, told the rebels, has told how the rebel leader's sister loaned, more over here, just photographs, photographs. The hero's grandson is upset <coughs> at the, the, the government uh, that they have decided to you know go ahead and give permission for a redevelopment of this neighbourhood. After a rally, house was illegally demolished at dawn. Are they going to stand by again and rip up the very laneways where he give, he give his life for his country? The Taoiseach has endorsed plans by UK developer Hammerson to transform Dublin's Moor Street era where the high Irish uh, Republicans died when leading a charge against the British machine guns in the last days of the Easter Rising. Relatives of the rising heroes, including O'Reilly, have proposed an alternative plan to rejuvenate the era without destroying history following the destruction last year of the O'Reilly House. Let's hope they're successful. The Moore Street Preservation Trust, supported by 1916 relatives, are displaying their plan for the development of the Moore Street Battlefield for consideration by councillors in the Dublin City Hall tomorrow. James Conley uh, Heron, a great-grandson of James Conley, the man himself, the policy of Dublin on the development of the Moor Street is clear. Moor Street is to be protected and preserved intact in its entirety. That's good. They might tidy it up if it's uh, in a bit of a state instead of demolishing it. The evacuation route must be kept intact so that the story of the retreat to the safety of Moor Street can be told in the very streets and lemurs that still stand there today. Relatives accused the teaching of siding with developers over, over the people and heritage minister Dara O'Brien of breaking promises made to them and a bill he introduced to the, uh, the Senate while he was in opposition. A very similar bill uh, brought by Sinn Féin's... Uh, oh, 
It's not got, I can't pronounce the name, I'm sorry. The 1960 uh, Cultural Quarter Bill is now working its way through the, the Parliament. Patrick Coney from the 1916 Relatives Group told the Irish Sun, in 2015, the Relatives and I worked with uh, Darrell Brand to put the guts of that bill together. Darrell was very devoted to it, but now, despite agreeing to meet with us after he became a minister, he's now shut the door on us completely. Politicians, eh, just, it's just, there's no need for that. You know what I mean? It's just not good at all. What we wanted, and what Darrell wa- uh, wanted, was exactly the same plan we had, we had, we had ready to go. But he's done a complete U-turn. Oh dear! Frankly, because we worked with him so closely, it's closely insulting to the campaign, including myself and the relatives, that we worked so tightly and put so much work into it now for, the, for him to shut the door in our faces. The groups are regularly livid with uh, the the Taoiseach, whose public endorsement of the UK developers' plans last week branded crazy and unprecedented by Sinn Féin's Mary Lou Macdonald. Uh, Mr Cooney said he he seems to me the most uninformed of them all is that is the Taoiseach, who not only has absolutely no connection with the Republican history, he's met with private, privately with the, the company, won't disclose the detail of that meeting, and just before the new application went in, he gave it wholehearted support, which is extraordinary. I've asked on behalf of the relatives for a meeting with the Taoiseach, but he's also turned us down. They've reverted to talk, which is no surprise to people. Sylvie. When you're uh, built up relationships and work weeks with people on the bill, and then uh, when the door uh, is shut, you, you kind of feel a wee bit annoyed. The Ballsbridge residence at 40 Herbert Street off the Michael Joseph was demolished by uh, Derry Row Limited and a, for a 12-storey apartment block and hotel. Dublin City Council later launching legal action against them. Uh, here's a, the sun got involved. This is the Irish sun, by the way. It's paper, you hear me send the sun. Uh, one of the ministers said he was astonished that the party won't stand by a nation's heroes. After O'Reilly died, his widow Nancy formed uh, coming into ban in 19. His sister loaned £4,000 to, to the state to form a government. Not alone that, when the Republican prisoners were imprisoned uh, in, in England and uh, Ireland and elsewhere, his niece Sheila Humphreys started collecting at the church doors every Sunday to give the prisoners' families cash so they could eat. Good on her. Uh, the Prime Minister said, following the destruction of the Rally House, this act was wrong in my view, and I'm of the view such iconic historic buildings and locations should be preserved or at the minimum incorporated into whatever developments are taking place. Well, that's not that's a fair enough idea. Mm-hmm. I think it was somewhere in America, didn't it? Some guy refused to have it and they just built a big multi-storey block all, all around it. And, then, uh, and so the guy said, remember the teacher came into the door and said it could never ha- have happened here, but we must keep our heritage. That we must keep our heritage site. Most is a big test for the government, I can, I can tell you. And I don't think that they're going to, uh, you know, let them off with it. I think they will sort of turn if there's enough pressure put on the government. Anyway, that's about me for this week. So next week getting closer to Christmas all the time I will uh, I'll be back etc etc and don't forget just be kind and be careful and take care wherever you are giving the sort of you know the sort of resurgence of this new virus that's uh, I don't think there's any in New Zealand yet but it's only a matter of time anyway on that note I would like to say thank you and take care okay and I'll see you next week thank you very much and pass this on if you're talking to anybody who's got an interest in Irish Irish news or things Irish it's time to pop in and listen to it. Okay, see ya. Support this show. 
and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.mpr.nz forward slash donate.